And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. LeBron James answers all the haters. Joel Embiid helps his MVP case by sitting out. And Jason Tatum, another MVP candidate, makes his return. So many stars to talk about. I'm Taz Mellis, and this is what you need to know in the NBA for Tuesday, January 26th. feels as LeBron went back to Cleveland opening the night with the old powder toss like he used to do then he scored like Cavs LeBron or like last year LeBron or like whenever LeBron because he's that amazing he looked very good in the first three quarters scoring 25 points but what really motivated him late was a guy who questioned him yesterday Gordon Hayward is the new LeBron James no not that guy someone sitting courtside cheered when LeBron missed at the end of the third quarter And he told reporters after the game, he said it was a Cavs exec. I know who he is. He was questioned about it a little more. He said, a front office exec. I love how he basically named him without naming him. I'm sure that guy has been doxxed already. It was a 21-point fourth quarter for LeBron. He outscored the entire Cleveland Cavaliers team. And he did it oh so beautifully. He had a logo three like he had earlier this season against the Grizzlies. Then that shot from the corner. My goodness. LeBron had 46 points on the night, a season high, his first point total in the 40s. This is year 18 for him. LeBron loves those little extra things to motivate him. That's why I think the Lakers are a perfect 10-0 on the road while they're just a ho-hum. Nothing to motivate me here, 4-4 at home. Moving on to another MVP candidate, Nikola Jokic had a quiet 20 points against the Dallas Mavericks while their future MVP, Luka Doncic, He had allowed 35 points, 16 assists, and 11 rebounds, but it wasn't enough. They couldn't get it done in the fourth quarter. Rick Carlisle went to the Luka Kristaps 1-2 game. They just couldn't close it out. They've been a mediocre fourth quarter scoring team, and they have been decimated by COVID protocol. Doncic needed to board in the double digits because his bigs, Willie Cauley-Stein, Kristaps Porzingis, combined for nine boards while he had 11 himself. Maxi Kleba, Josh Richardson, Dorian Finney-Smith, it feels like they haven't played forever. While the Nuggets are getting healthy, Michael Porter Jr. returning recently because of COVID protocol. 30 points off the bench, his season high. The Nuggets tried to give this thing away. Jamal Murray was ejected in the third quarter when he hit Tim Jr. below the belt. Looked like this game was turning, but the Nuggets did it the hard way. That 70-point first half buoyed them just enough to beat the Dallas Mavericks. How about an MVP candidate that strengthened his case without playing at all? Joel Embiid sitting out with back tightness. Always a little bit of a worry with his injuries. But uh, again, the Sixers lose, so that helps. 0-4 without Joel Embiid in the lineup this season. Imagine the parade if Joel Embiid wins MVP. Oh, it's going to be fun. Tobias Harris had 25 against his old team, the Detroit Pistons. And they got plenty. Uh, to beat the Sixers in this game. They got 25 from Jeremy Grant, 20 from Wayne Ellington. 
Could he be a hired gun at the trade deadline? He is 30 of 50 from beyond the arc in his last six games. Could those numbers be any rounder? That's beautiful. Philadelphia, 12 and 6. Detroit, a league worst, 4 and 13. Heat and Nets, MVP candidate Kevin Durant had 20 points against the Miami Heat. He has scored at least 20 in every game this season. That is very impressive, and that's why he's second in the NBA in scoring. Although against Miami, he was just 6 of 21 shooting. Kyrie Irving also didn't have a great shooting night. It was James Harden who buoyed this team. Gosh, I love that word, buoyed. I'm going to say it every single recap here. Harden had a tight 20-point set. He only missed three shots, 7 of 10, and 8 assists. He leads the league in assists. I had aspirations for Nikola Jokic leading the league in assists at the center spot. Doesn't look like it's going to happen. How much more efficient will Harden be not having to handle it as much? I think that will happen this season. Bam Adebayo, 26, 10, and 5 for Miami. Eric Spolstra said after the game, you're watching a superstar. He looks fantastic. Although the Nets held a shorthanded Heat team to 85 points, I'm not going to make too much of their defense in this one, although I do believe it will step up when it counts. They continue to look for a big. What about Mike Muscala from OKC? Now, not a very sexy name, but he plays ridiculously hard. He comes on the cheap. He's a little too old for OKC's timeline, and he can stretch the floor like he did against Portland. Six threes Monday night against the Blazers for 23 points. Dame had 26 points, but it wasn't enough as OKC took care of Portland. Before the game, it was announced that Damian Lillard was releasing a shoe in OKC colors. What? Commemorating the shot that he hit over Paul George, the bye-bye shot to send OKC home in the first round a couple years ago. A guy releasing a shoe in the other team's colors? Has this ever been done? This is savage, Damian Lillard. And that is a freaking beautiful shoe. I guess he likes OKC's colors. I do. They're very nice. Jason Tatum. He's back. I thought he was going to be a leading MVP candidate. Then he contracted COVID-19. He missed two weeks. He's come back. He's looked good. He can still be an MVP candidate. 24 points in over 30 minutes as the Celtics took care of the Bulls. But Jalen Brown has stepped into the lead role for the Celtics very, very well in Tatum's absence. He had 33 points against Chicago, and he will be an all-star. Lock it in. Speaking of the all-star game, there might be one? This is shocking news. No one thought that there would be a game where everybody came together to play. But according to ESPN, there may be one in Atlanta during the, quote, all-star break between March 5th and 10th. I thought this would be a a break where they could make up other games because there has been over 20 games canceled. But things should hopefully look different in March. Normalcy sounds very good right now. Andrew Wiggins playing against his old normal team, Warriors versus the Timberwolves. It was the first time Andrew Wiggins suited up against the T-Wolves since being traded to the Warriors. He had 23 points, 3 steals, 3 blocks. Must have been motivated. He looked good. He's having a very good season. It was a battle of the number one and number two picks in this draft. Anthony Edwards, big jam off the bench for the Wolves. And James Wiseman playing his first game of the season off the bench as Steve Kerr experimenting with Kevon Looney in the starting lineup. Steph Curry, seven threes. He's on his way to catching Ray Allen. Golden State wins. They're at nine and eight. The Wolves, a West worst, four and 12. Pacers, Raptors. Pacers bounce back after losing to Toronto the day before. Malcolm Brogdon bounced back. He had 36 points, 9 assists, and 7 rebounds after his poorest game of the season the day prior. 
Miles Turner, 11 fourth quarter points. He had 21 overall. Jeremy Lamb matched his season high 22 points. I mentioned Lamb because he's come back recently. They're still waiting for TJ Warren to come back. They're waiting for Karis LeVert to get healthy. While DeMontis Sabonis left this game, hurting his knee. X-rays negative. MRI Tuesday. Pacers trying to get healthy. Charlotte Orlando, Cole Anthony, the Rook, a career high 21 points. He had four threes. He's filling in admirably for Markel Fultz. Aaron Gordon returned from a one-game absence, had a near triple-double. Vucevic, 28. Evan Fournier, the Forno, was finally cooking at 19 points in this one. And for the first time in NBA history, two female officials, Natalie Sago and Jenna Schroeder, worked the same game. Hornets head coach James Borrego said, quote, It's a special night for our league and for women, and I look at somebody like my daughter who will be watching, and it's a big step. I love that I'm in part of a league that's breaking barriers, and tonight I'm proud to be a part of that game. Here, here. That's it for me. Make sure you catch the full No Dunks episode here on Tuesday. I'll be back to give you the news as fast as I possibly can, as you can hear me speaking as fast as I possibly can, on Wednesday. I'll see you then. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.